Breakfast with Stan Mars only on Good Hope FM. The matrix have got one more week to go before their final matric exams and everybody is getting themselves prepped for what is to come. And we've been discussing a little bit about stress and anxiety as we prepare for that. And joining us on the line in just a bit, Charles Davids. Thanks for your messages on the WhatsApp line. I look forward to chatting further with you. If you have any other questions for our counselling psychologist, please do send them through. Tamsin Young says, I think the word anxiety is overly used and sometimes misused. I think in many cases it's rather strained emotions and a mental state. Strained being the starter, not being how to cope with dealing with those strains leads to stressed out mental states and emotions still not having the tools to deal with that leads to anxiousness because we become overwhelmed with the strains of dealing with not just the situation we're in, uh, but also how to resolve it in our state of emotions and thoughts. Quite a lot of words there, but I think I totally get what you're trying to say. So joining us on the line is somebody who can help us clarify all of this and give us some cool tips and tricks as we prepare for the end of the year. Uh, Mr. Charles Davids, welcome back to Good Up FM. How are you doing this morning? I'm awesomely well, thanks yourself. That's good to hear. I'm doing alright. I'm not stressed. Um, I'm not coming up to my matric exams and so doing relatively okay. Let's first clarify because I think we're trying to distinguish the difference between stress and anxiety. What's the difference? Listen, the, remember, anxiety is, is, a, is a state that we're in and, and we can become anxious about things, but that a lot of times uh, stems from stressful situations. So, so I'm experiencing a stressful situation and I, and I might become quite anxious um, in terms of how I'm dealing with stuff. All right. But we must remember that uh, so I can have anxiety um, uh, that's just normal because of any situation, but then we get people that can be diagnosed with, uh, with some anxiety disorders as well. Mm. And there's a difference between those kind of things as well. Noted. I think all of us, even if particularly at this point are not anxious for the exams, then, um, then there's something wrong. Okay, so they should because be anxious think, at yes, this stage. Because simply for any kind of performance, whether it's even sport performance, we feel some anxiety before the time. Yes. Okay. Uh, and, and that can be good because that helps us with our performance as well. Okay, because it does it send all the right hormones to the brain to help it stay energized and sort of awake. The problem is we, we, we're overly anxious and, and then it the, becomes debilitating. That's when it starts becoming a problem. And then sometimes we need help with that. Okay, can we talk about what those signs are? What is the sign of somebody who is experiencing an over state of anxiety? Listen, your, your, your symptoms around anxiety and depression are very similar sometimes. It's, uh, um, so with anxiety symptoms, people, um, they worry quite a lot. Um, and, and I always say that's about something that will happen in the future. Sometimes it might be real or perceived. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you, but also in terms of um, the heart palpitations, sweatiness, uh, um, the kind of tingly feelings, um, I can't sleep, um, I overthink it feels like the brain is a conveyor belt, it never switches off. Yeah. Um, and uh, it also starts affect- affecting our appetite, so, um, and that's one thing, so the, the symptoms are sometimes very similar, so therefore, whenever somebody has got anxiety, we always also assess for depressive symptoms as well, because they do go hand in hand. No sometimes doubt. it starts with anxiety and it eventually builds up to depressive symptoms as well. So that leads us to the one point, which is making sure that there is somebody who is a professional that you can have access to in some way to be able to determine those differences, because as an 18-year-old mind, I don't think I would be able to know whether, you know, at what point I'm now into depression and what point I'm into anxiety, what point I'm in overly anxious brain. Uh, is it important to have somebody 
on standby who kind of knows um, mental health disorders to be able to to journey with you during this time? And, and actual fact, I, I think it's not necessary a professional person because I think we we pathologizing sometimes a lot of normal behavior and especially in today's day and age. So it's about and I speak to um, um, a lot of times people speak to their peers, right? And and then you can pick up okay, but you're going through a similar kind of thing, so we're fairly okay, and there's a reason why we're going through it. So so that's always the one thing. Is there a reason? Um, so for example, because matric exams is coming up. People start to feel a certain amount of anxiety and I suppose all matriculants and even students at university because their exams will start soon as well, will feel that. And and and, and there's a reason for that and one understands that. Yeah. But there's a way to mitigate those kind of things and if there's a participant because then I can do something about it. If yes. I start doing things about it but the but the symptoms don't disappear then I know I need to speak to somebody else as well. All right. Well, Natalie was talking about some of her coping mechanisms, which hers was about organization, drawing up charts and calendars for herself. What are some of the good coping mechanisms for dealing with a moderate amount of anxiety as you prepare for exams? I think Natalie is completely okay. I think there's three ways of looking at it. There's, there's how do I prepare for, for, for something for the exams, the day before the exams, and then the exam day itself. Um, and uh, let me just, in terms of preparations, mention a few things which I think will be helpful. Um, one is to find a spot to study uh, um, where there's, this is my dedicated space where we'll do this. Sometimes people want to do it in bed and I say that's the wrong kind of thing because uh, that will sure, surely affect the sleep, you know. So uh, find a spot where there's uh, not a lot of hustle and bustle um, um, around you. And, and uh, because that space also needs to be quiet so that it can help with concentration as well. So whether it's uh, in your room or, your, or the library, but make sure that it's uh, comfortable and free from, from distractions. Um, uh, I mean, the, we need to book, eat the books early, cramming the night before exam is a recipe for disaster because <laughs> yeah. that just pushes up the, the anxiety levels yeah. and, and it doesn't help in terms of all the, uh, I mean, we forget quite a lot of things the next day because we study under pressure. Um, uh, normally I would say it should take weeks or months before the exam that we get um, ready to prepare and that kind of routine. But but they can so if they I mean if for anyone that they haven't started yet they must start today. Yeah. Right. The best um, time to start was a month ago, and the next best time to start is today. Yes, yes, yes. And then um, stay ahead, uh, stay ahead with the study schedule. Um, you uh, no need to study every minute of every day, but uh, but manage um, your time with the study schedule mm-hmm. because I think this will also help you to allocate enough time to each subject. Um, and remember to take um, I call it ad breaks. Just yeah. take the break um, because all our brains we can only concentrate for an, uh, for a number for a certain amount of yes, time. Yes, yes. But we have to get up and, and go do something. But sometimes people take a break. They sit still at a desk, but they go to the telephone or something mm. on the cell phone or whatever. But get up from the desk, move away from there uh, and take a, a, a 10 to 15 minute break. Love it. Great advice. Listen, uh, speaking about time management, I've been terrible at it. So if you can, in a very short time frame, just help us also understand other conditions like ADHD and any neurodivergencies that we can know about. Um, what do kids worse? Well, you know, experiencing some of these do over this period? 
Listen, uh, um, people with the neurodivergent things, even in terms of uh, on the autism spectrum, I think um, they by now will know exactly how to deal with those kind of things because hopefully they got some um, support and help already. But but for, for especially people on the autism spectrum, a schedule and when things happen and times and things, um, that works wonderfully well for them. With, with the ones, uh, with, with ADHD, it's again, it's about, because if people speak about the concentration and, and things around it, so, and, and I always say, if you've been diagnosed with ADHD and they're on the medication and things, they should do very, uh, they should do okay, right? But if they, um, uh, and I, because what, what I find is people just become anxious and they, they, they don't concentrate for whatever other stresses in their life and then they get, they know they have ADHD and I think people just go too quickly on medication and it hasn't been diagnosed by, um, by a professional. Um, but, but if it's under control, I mean, we have many, even students at university on the autism spectrum that's, that's got ADHD, that's doing extremely well, that's getting good results. And part of it is if I know what I, what I have, I can manage that. And, and similar to all of that, have a schedule, um, stick to that schedule and, and, and quiet spaces because it, it, it helps with the concentration and, and less distraction and things. These are fabulous um, and then tips. For the Thank parents you. as well, and that's around it because I know for parents it feels like they're writing matric exams, um, but they that, that they must just make sure that I mean I'll I'll learn to stay hydrated um, and not only drink a lot of coffee because people don't realize yes. that actually water it helps with the concentration, yeah. not necessary coffee in the caffeine yeah, it's and o- overstimulation. Shaul Davis, that's all the time we have for today. I really appreciate your time and sharing these tips with us um, as the Matrix prepare for their exams. I'm sure we'll have you back on air as we enter the exam weeks coming up as time goes by. And I appreciate your time. Pleasure. Shaul Davis, a counseling psychologist, sharing some tips and tricks for managing stress. The Big Breakfast with Stan Moss. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m.